On today's episode, I am going to take a look at some crazy IPOs that will be hitting the market pretty soon and some that I'm pretty excited about. So today's episode is going to be broken down into the following. First, I want to take a look at the IPO process and what a business needs to go before going public. Second, I want to show you guys how to collect information on a company that's about to go IPO, right? These businesses have gone have been private, so they are very limited to the amount of information that investors can find. So I will show you guys the proper documents one must look for to really understand the financials of a company. Then I want to show methods to purchase IPOs. Um, even as retail investors like you and I, there are ways that we can get into IPO offerings before the stock actually goes public. So I want to mention some of those methods as well. And finally, I am going to talk about five crazy IPOs that will be hitting the market within the next few months and some that I'm very, very excited so let's get started and like always if you are new to my channel if you are a long-term investor if you want to learn about growth stocks make sure to hit that subscribe button to all my returning viewers thank you so much for the support it truly means a lot and if you ever want to get in contact with me youtube comments you can find me on twitter you can find me on my discord channel you can find me on twitch live streaming you can find me on my newsletter at josenaharo.com but remember, all the information that I provide here is free and none of it should be taken as advice because I am not a professional. So make sure to talk to a financial advisor before doing any financial decisions. Yo. All right. So first, let's actually take a look at, at how a company goes IPR. What is the process of, of, of the IPO? So IPO is initial public offering for those that don't know. And this is when a company becomes public there's for example right now in the stock market there's about there's thousands and thousands of businesses that you can buy but at the same time those are public companies at the same time there are companies that you're unable to buy because they're not public they're private some of those would be for example let me see if i can think about um five guys i think for example five guys the restaurant chain they are a private company so you can't buy their stock and there's many more like that. Um, I honestly, I can't think of, of any right now. So normally a company that wants to go public needs to go through certain process. And right now, right now it's very active in the IPO season. There's a lot of companies going IPO and there's two main methods a company can go, can go public. The first is your standard IPO process. So I've been, I'm, I'm in this website, mergersandinquisitions.com. They have a lot of great information here. Let's take a look at the overall IPO process. Most of the parts is just pitching and talking. Uh, for example, part one and part two, it's pretty much just um, the company going and talking to banks, getting getting auditors to, to pretty much look at all their financial documents to make sure everything's up to date. After that, I believe is the most important part. This is part three and part three is the S1 filing. And if you guys are familiar with like the 10K report or the 10Q report, which are the, um, the annual and quarterly earnings report where a company shares their financial information, that's pretty much what the S1 filing is. It's a, it's a file. It's a document that you can, I'll show you guys in a bit where you can find them. Um, and it tells you all the financial information, right? So before a company goes public, they need to give their financial information to the public. So we 
as investors understand what they're about how much money they have what kind of money they make and that is the greatest the best filing that one must look at before investing in in a company in my in my opinion after the s1 filing again continues to more more meetings meeting with more investors if they need to make any form of changes to the s1 filing they can do that they go and talk to more investors during the process Finally, they end up meeting with a pricing to to uh, to set a price for the IPO, and pretty much after that, it's an allocation time where they allocate X amount of shares to investors, and then finally it starts trading. So the IPO process, this is the typical IPO process, and um, we can see it's very straightforward. It, it's there's nothing crazy happening, but we can see it does take some time before a company goes public after showing that s1 filing and that gives the investors plenty of time to review the information but there is another method a, com- a company can go private and i feel like a lot of the new investors that have entered the market right now this is the way most of them have seen for example nicola um this is a ev company that just went public but it did public it went public in a different method compared to this to this typical ipo process and what they do is they call this a SPAC merger. And let's take a look at what SPAC means. So SPAC, S-P-A-C, is a special purpose acquisition company. So these are our companies that have gone public. They have gone through all this process already to become a public company. And they pretty much have no business. They don't do anything. They're pretty much a blank check. And the purpose for these companies is one thing, to acquire a private company that wants to go public. Um, so we have seen this with Nikola was was one that um, that we saw had was a, a special purpose acquisition that for them to go public, um, they didn't go through that typical process. They ended up going through this special purpose acquisition style and then they ended up trading public. There are some pros of doing this way um, for the first pro is the time. The typical traditional IPO process we can see from from here um, takes about six to nine months. So that's a nice amount of time. The SPAC merger, in the other hand, takes close to half half that time, three to four months. There's also a lot of other other advantages to doing a SPAC merger. For example, it takes a lot less money to do it because in the traditional IPO, you have to pay for your bank or you have to pay for for all these fees that go through doing it that process. Um, In the SPAC merger, you you kind of limit those fees. uh, So it's a lot cheaper for the company as well as time-wise. The great thing about both of these is for, for either method to happen, they both have to show a S1 filing. So it's not like you lose information if you do a SPAC merger. Uh, for example, if a SPAC merger happens, it's not like you don't know about the company because the company they are going to acquire still needs to do that S1 filing. And like we mentioned, that S1 filing has all the financial documents. So with both methods, you can get the same amount of information about the company. And like I mentioned, right, both of these methods are have their own advantages. One thing about SPAC mergers, right, is you can buy since the the company the the special uh special what is it special special purpose acquisition company since this is already public, you can actually buy that SPAC company before the merger is finished. But again, right, that comes with the risk. 
that the risk is what if the merger doesn't happen so there's always some form of risk so like i said the advantage of spec is it's a lot easier time-wise but and at the same time because it is a public company already instead of waiting for the merger or the public offering of the new company to happen you can already buy the special purpose acquisition company and if you believe that merger is gonna happen then you can most likely buy it at a discount compared to what it will be again the reason there is gonna be a discount compared to the ipo price is because there is a chance that the merger won't happen and because there is that chance the price will be lower and right the acquisition the merger does not it it could be the day of and the merger at the last minute can end up not happening so there's always risk associated with purchasing a company before the merger is complete for the i for the traditional ipo process you can't acquire you could acquire the company earlier um, before going public and i'm going to talk about that in a few seconds all right so now let's take a look at a way to to get the s1 filing most of these s s1 filings actually all these s1 filings you can find at the company at the sec website and this is where all for example all the 10q all the financial documents go to um, but a great way for example one of the companies i'm going to talk about is unity so unity on Google, you can go Unity S1 filing, and then it'll most likely show you links. Yep, right here. The first, the first thing is a link to the SE1 um, to the S1 form in the SEC website. And again, here it tells you everything about the company. It shows you uh, they have some form of presentation in there and then you can go through all of this and find for example here they have the revenue from 2018 they have the revenue from 2019 um they show everything so here you can see what the financials of the company look like but remember there could be some amending happening to it so it's always important to take a look every frequently if you're really thinking about purchasing an ipo there might be some changes that have occurred and they have to create a new s1 filing so for example here uh and let's take a quick look at unity uh i just want to right now as of june 30th 2020 this company has about 453 million dollars in cash at the same time this company has total debt of 124 million dollars so this company has plenty of cash right now and compared to its total debt so that's a good thing and that's something that you would find in the s1 filings i also saw revenue growth for this company this revenue look in 2018 they had 380 million dollars in 2019 it had 541 so that's some crazy growth for unity and this is information like i said that you can find on the s1 filing there is this other cool website again none of these websites that i'm talking about are, are sponsored these are all websites that i have gone um learning learning about the ipo process and this one is accessipos.com and if you go to the sec feed they actually show you all the s1 files that have gone recently uh so here you can see course air corsair which is a, a peripheral gaming keyboards memory type um type company has has submitted a s1a file so we can see the s1a means that there is an amending to it but for example a s1 file is the is the first file and we can see a lot of different companies here that have published some form of files and in just today this is all august 31st so that's actually yesterday 
Um, so it, this is a great website to come look at, at some companies if you want to see what's coming out. But if you already know the company that, that you want to take more information on, Google the company's name plus S1 filing and you will be able to find their report. Next, I want to talk about methods to buy this IPO process. Like I mentioned, first, the, the easy one was the SPAC merger. If it's through a SPAC merger, which is that special um, special purpose acquisition company, you can initially buy that, that SPAC ticker before the merger happens. Uh, but remember, there comes with a risk. The risk is that you that the merger might not happen. So if it does, it does not happen, that SPAC stock price will drop back down and you will most likely lose a lot of money. So sometimes it might be beneficial to just wait for the merger to happen because like I mentioned earlier, at any moment that merger can be shut off um, and it's not it's not a done deal until the ticker changes. And that's what usually ends up happening with SPAC companies. They originally have some form of ticker. Uh, for example, I forget what was the one for Nikola. Um, but the moment the merger is complete, the ticker also ends up changing. Uh, so now Nikola, for example, is NKLA. Um, so that's the way to purchase uh, IPO if they go through the SPAC merger. Now, there is a way to purchase IPOs if they go the traditional method. So we've all seen that happen before, right? In the traditional IPOs, we see some IPO price of like $14. But once we as retail investors are purchasing it, that stock price has jumped to like $28, $30. So we never see that IPO price. Um, and that's pretty much just because of demand of the company, right? Some people just really want to get into that company and it drives the demand up. But here we there are a few brokers right now that actually allow you to purchase through that IPO, that original IPO process. And here again, I'm in Access IPOs. This was a great website that I found for IPOs. They talk about some of the brokers that allow it. The first one they mention is TradeStation and they give you elig uh, the eligibility of when you can buy it. So here you just need to have a $500 account minimum. They are partnered with IPO to provide IPO access to everyone. And this is a full service brokerage. Weeble has also, that also does direct IPO access to everyone. Um, unfortunately, I have Fidelity and with Fidelity, I need to have at least $100,000 in my position or to get KKR, to get KKR, IPOs or $500,000 minimum to get Credit Suisse um, IPOs. And that's a lot of money. So it, it, it is, it, I don't think I will be able to purchase any IPOs. I recently just opened up a Webull to be able to, to attempt to purchase IPOs or, or just test out that platform. But at the same time, the amount of shares that are let go at the IPO price point is limited so even though for example you might have Webull, even though you might have TradeStation, it might already be filled and you might not be able to enter at the ipo price because it's there's a line for it so you might you might have just entered too late some other banks some other brokers might have taken more piece of the pie 
compared to what Weibo or TradeStation has. So even though they do offer them, it doesn't mean that it is going to be a guarantee that you will be able to enter that IPO. It all depends with the demand. It all depends on how many shares Weibo or TradeStation ends up getting and how much the other brokers end up getting. And uh, like I said, I have no experience with TradeStations or Weibo, but if you do, make sure to let me know on the comments. All right, so now let's take a quick review. We understand now what the IPO process is, and we understand um, the the different styles of uh, of of methods that one can go for 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 a company to go public. We took a look at ways to purchase uh, IPOs. Now let's take a look at some cool IPOs that I am gonna be keeping my eye out. And you know, if you guys, one thing I want to recommend is ARK Investment. They do a weekly innovation newsletter, which I find very, um, very, it's a great read. So definitely check out ARK Investment if you guys haven't. I'm going to take some information from their newsletter. They do talk about five um, SaaS IPOs and SaaS stands for Software as a Service Companies. And even though they are SaaS, they um, they are software companies. They all hit different markets. So the five crazy, um, five top IPOs right now in the software world are Snowflake, Asana, Sumo Logic, Unity, and and Palantir. There are others. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, there are others that have happened that are going to happen. For example, Ant Financials, Airbnb, um, and airbnb Robinhood. so there are others instacart so if you guys want to learn more about them make sure to let me know in the comments but here they they give us the revenue growth these companies have seen in in the past in the past year the first thing i want to show is all of these that i mentioned snowflake asana sumo logic unity and palantir are all free cash flow flow margin negative so right now these companies do not seem to be do not have a positive cash flow for them that does not mean they're not profitable at the moment but the amount of cash they have right now is is negative but we can see all of them are crazy revenue grower so the first one snowflake this i believe is the most popular i keep hearing about it from from everybody online and this a snowflake is a cloud-based data warehouse um warehousing platform so again all these companies you can go to their website to try to understand what they do you can go to snowflake.com um, and they give you all their platforms that they work with the solutions they do solutions for financial services for healthcare and life services um sciences for technology for the government for education so if you want to understand more of what they do i definitely recommend checking out their website and 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 taking a look at their platforms and we can see snowflake is growing its revenue last year grew 126 percent this is crazy this is like this is like what's what's this company i just did zoom that is growing at crazy levels the second one that's the, the second one on the list is asana and this is a team collaboration and planning software again you can go to asana.com but you it, it's pretty much a a, a soup uh, like i said it's a, a team collaboration here you can make sure your products are in are, are meeting expectations you can see what you can see who is assigned what target what is the priority what stage that that project is in uh, how close are you to your to your deadline they are being trusted by some of the world's best teams nasa nasa uses them comcast 
Salesforce. So they have some great customers here. And right now we can see that Asana has grown their, their revenue by over 60% compared to the same time last year. Next, we have Sumo Logic, and this is a cloud-based machine and data analytics platform. To be honest, I feel like there are a lot of data analytics platforms companies appearing right now. We have, for example, Alterex. Now we have Sumo Logic, and we're also going to have Palantir. Palantir is a data analytics platform for governments and enterprise. So we got to understand, even though all of these are coming, and we can see Sumo Logic is growing its revenue at over 30%. And Palantir, I just want to show, it's also growing over 30%. Um, they're both in similar markets. So we have to understand when, when investing in IPOs, hey, what is the difference between this company and this company? Which one has a moat? Um, and which one is going to be here for, for the long time? And how are they different from the current companies that are public right now? So here we can go Sumo Logic. Again, you can go to platforms, their solutions to try to understand. Um, they do like AWS monitoring. They do Azure management. So they work with a lot of big names here. They also do security intelligence. Um, so real-time operations and security intelligence, secure monitor and troubleshoot any applications in any cloud. Um, so that's, again, and they're being trusted by more than 2,000 customers globally. This is Sumo Logics. They have Airbnb. They have Samsung. They have Pokemon. They have Whole Foods. So you can see some big names using this company. And let's take a look at Palantir. Palantir uh, here, this one, again, is another leading software. But this one seems to be more for government, for, for heavy, heavy security process like the government's um, defense contractors, and uh, so here we can see, right, defense in the defense world, cyber world, they, they work with a lot of big names. And again, here you can go to the products. They have two, the Palantir Gotham and the Palantir Foundry. And you can try to understand, especially if you're a software, a software guy, you can probably read these companies and understand better what they do. And you can understand, hey, this is definitely a company that has a moat. The final company we are going to take a look at today is Unity. And Unity, similar to all of them, ha is right now growing at crazy levels. It its revenue has grown over 30%, maybe even 40% compared to the same time last year. Unfortunately, it is also negative free cash flow margin. Um, and Unity, to me, is my number one company right now. This is one that once it goes IPO, I'm pretty sure I will go heavy on it, depending on the valuation. But Unity, if you guys know me, I am very big in the gaming world. I'm very big in the esports world. And Unity is the monster that creates most games. So Unity is a 3D game engine, which is popular with mobile developers. So if you go to Unity.com, you can see all the things that have been made with Unity. You can see the products. So this is pretty much a software that is used, the engine that is used to create your video games. Um, for example, uh, here they show you all the games they have made. They right now have over 1.5 million monthly active creators. And you can use them for films. You can use them for v VR and AR experience for, for, for different things. It's not only about gaming. And to me, the only true competitor to Unity right now is Epic Games. And um, even, for example, if you guys know Activision, Activision owns blizzard blizzard has created a game called hearthstone which is like a trading card game 
Hearthstone was created through Unity. A lot of your mobile games that you see, um, that you play online on, on your phone have been created by Unity. And this is, to me, a company that, that is in a great place right now. It's going to continue to grow. And like I said, this is one that I'm going to be super bullish on. It's one that I can 100% see as, my, as one of my tier one stocks. So there is going to be an upcoming episode when I take a look at Unity and their full S1 filing. So I'm going to do a full report on Unity. Let me know if you guys want to see that. Uh, let me know in the comments if there's any other ones you want to see or some that I didn't mention today that you guys want to learn more about. I hope this video was, inf uh, was, was definitely valued to you guys. I definitely learned a lot about the whole IPO process, how I can purchase and the different types of process that happen. So I hope you guys also learned from it so take care guys have a good night and make sure to give a thumbs up